In these uncertain times, it can be hard to make sense of everything that is happening across the world today. This is why the registry continues to bring its grounded and informed news coverage of everything real estate, to keep you informed and better prepared to meet the challenges of the industry. We are able to deliver the reliable news you trust because of generous readers who support our work. Thank you to your commitment to journalism, especially now. And if you're not a subscriber yet, you can join us at theregistrysf.com in San Francisco and theregistryps.com in Seattle. Today, we sit down with Josh Santos, a Bay Area resident and current Northern California Division President for Land Sea Homes, where he leads all aspects of the Northern California portfolio for the company. We talk to Josh about home building and home buying and the challenges this part of the industry is experiencing today. As you've probably heard, people want more single-family detached homes, and Lancy has been there to help. Josh's work includes the sale of beautiful new homes across the company's communities, such as Skylark at Sanctuary Village, Catalina in Santa Clara, and coming soon, Releve in Orinda. People come to the San Francisco Bay Area for many reasons, a spectacular natural setting, a sophisticated lifestyle, and unique professional opportunities. Those seeking these qualities will find all that and more at Hacienda where you can work, live, and grow. A Hacienda location means having the best of everything with an easy reach, whether it's world-class restaurants, theater, and museums, the best learning institutions in the country, or some of the finest services available. That particularly applies to businesses wanting the best address to have easy access to needed resources, being among other industry leaders and knowing that you are part of a region that leads the world in innovation. The result? An unbeatable combination that leads to success. And that is what you will find at Hacienda. Find out more by visiting Hacienda on the web at www.hacienda.org. Josh, uh, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Where are you today? I'm uh, I'm in our division office, our Northern California division office in San Ramon. Excellent, excellent. So, Josh, just as a uh, uh, a little bit of a background for our audience, tell us a little bit about who you are, who Lancy Homes is, and it's kind of how you got involved there and uh, what what you do there. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm uh, the division president for the Northern California region. For uh, Lancy Homes, you know me personally. Uh, I've spent a few years uh, in the home building business. Uh, started back in 2005, kind of pre, you know, recession, a 2008 recession. I came up through the sales ranks, and so I, I, I began my career as a new home sales agent, uh, selling homes uh, at model home complexes. And um, you know, over the course of time, I uh, I just got very interested in kind of the why behind the what, you know, why, why was the community designed this way? Why were the floor plans designed this way? Why are we priced this way? Why do we include these features and amenities? And so, you know, just a really curious guy and, and always constantly kind of digging to find the, the reasons behind the things that we did. And right. so, you know, over, and I primarily use that for, to, to better my sales skills. Cause anytime I was presented with a question when a buyer's going through that discovery process, always wanted to have the information, never wanted to say, oh, I'll have to get back to you on that because that just slowed the process down. 
And so uh, through that, though, you know, as I learned more and more about the industry, you know, uh, was given the opportunity to to you know move into a leadership role and uh, started leading uh, sales teams. And so, um, you know, spent a great deal of time working at Shea Homes uh, in the Bay Area and then over to Richmond American Homes. That I had the opportunity to, to cover kind of multiple markets, uh, Bay Area, Central Valley, and Sacramento. And then uh, made the decision to come to uh, Lancy Homes. Uh, and that's been uh, just about three years, so in 2017. And I was very intrigued by uh, this this kind of newer startup company that uh, hadn't been around very long, but was making some waves in the industry. And so I came over to, to run sales and marketing for the Northern California division. And, um, you know, uh, it was given the opportunity to take over, uh, uh, take the helm of, uh, take over the division in uh, 2019. So, um, right. so yeah, it's, it's been a, a amazing journey and, you know, my perspective spending so much time uh, in sales, very customer uh, oriented and focused in regards to, you know, what is it that prospective buyers in a particular region location, you know, what do they want? What do they desire? What can they afford? What are they willing to pay? Yep. And so, you yep. know, help guide, you know, some of the development and programming and also, you know, locations, where to go, where a good market. We'll get into that in a, in a second. I do want you to, to also give us a little bit of a, of a, of a background about Lancy Homes in particular yeah. and what, what the company is, how long it's been in the U.S. and also, you know, where are the markets in which it operates? Sure. Yeah. So Lancy Homes started uh, here in the United States in 2013. And uh, we're a wholly owned subsidiary of the Lancy uh, Green Group, uh, which is based in Shanghai, China. The, the company, the parent company started in 2001 and uh, they build all, throughout, uh, throughout China, very, very large, you know, master plans, high rise, uh, mid rise and in some single family detached. Uh, they also uh, build in Germany and founder of the company, Martin Tian, very uh, has a very global perspective and wanted to continue to grow his company and, and felt no better place to start uh, a new home building operation than the United States. So uh, in 2013, uh, Lancy Homes was formed and uh, initially started in California. And uh, the the very first community to, to open and operate was here in the Bay Area, in, in Dublin, in okay. the East Bay. A uh, community called Kingswood, a series of, of townhomes in uh, East Dublin, and uh, boy, things just continued to grow since then. And so uh, today, uh, Lancy Homes operates divisions in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, so Northern California, which is focused primarily in the Bay Area, uh, and then we have a Southern California division that's based in Irvine, and they build um, Ventura County, LA County, Orange County. Uh, and Inland Empire, San Bernardino County. Uh, we have a division in Phoenix. Uh, the, the, the Phoenix division is very interesting. We actually operate two home building companies there. There's Lancy Homes. And then we uh, acquired Garrett Walker Homes last year. And so, uh, you know, very large position there in the Phoenix metro area. And then we also have an operation that's based in Manhattan, New York. Okay. Of which uh, they are 
currently uh, building High Rise, uh, the very first project, beautiful project on the Hudson River in uh, Weehawken, New Jersey, called uh, the, yeah. the Avora. Also residential, correct? All, also residential, correct. Yeah, interesting, interesting. I mean, two very, not just very different, completely different markets, but um, very different product also. But I guess relatable to what they're what the home company is doing in China. Very much so. Very much so. There's a comfort level there with uh, with both, you know, single family uh, detached and, uh, you know, uh, high rise uh, development. Yeah. So as a as a as a home builder, or, you know, around the U.S. and in some other parts of the world, I imagine there is you know a whole slew of kind of different drivers that impact the market. Uh, I mean, gosh, not just throughout the different countries and you know continents, but even within this country, right? I mean, the Phoenix market is so different from the Bay Area. It was so different from. Southern California, so different from Manhattan, right? Or New Jersey, rather. Tell us a little bit about sort of how you guys are approaching home building. And, you know, from you've been in the industry, you said for for a while, you know, in kind of, um, you know, different organizations. How is the Lancy model different in terms of what its product is offering? Sure. I think, you know, the, the core tenant for, for Lancy Homes is you know, build homes where people want to live, right? And you know, instead of maybe trying to force uh, a new market, you know, force uh, a product type or a type of development that doesn't necessarily exist, is really focus on those places where demand is the highest, but supply is limited, which is challenging. <laughs> it's very challenging. Yeah. Um, both from, a, you know, a, 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 you know, a success, you know, in the you know, getting projects uh, entitled, approved in in some of these areas where demand is highest is very difficult. You know, because you know when supply is low, it's kind of some, you know it's low for a reason, and one of those reasons tends to be very you know it's very difficult to get a project approved. But then, of course, the the capital that's required, you know, the investment to invest in these areas where land is extremely expensive. So, you know, Lancy Homes is has decided to be very comfortable with some challenging uh, aspects to our business model. And that's, you know, focused on where people want to live. And, you know, that's changing <laughs> as we speak, you know, through uh, the recent COVID, uh, COVID pandemic. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So how are you guys envisioning that? How is that playing itself out? Um, I personally, you know, live in the Pacific Northwest, but I've lived in the you know, Bay Area for over a decade also. Um, I'm definitely noticing uh, from the market reports that we're seeing, you know, a, you know, a greatest, you know, greater interest kind of moving into the suburbs. You know, the prices of homes have held relatively steady over the last few months, and we're now at you know end of June, kind of as we look at the market. What what are you seeing? Is that are those accurate? Uh, those, yeah, those we, uh, we know, are seeing indications. We are seeing similarities here in the Bay Area. It uh, it's you know pretty amazing. Uh, obviously, when the when the uh, initial shelter in place orders you know were were issued, and you know the Bay Area was was one of the you know the first regions to have uh, the very strictest shelter in place orders. You know the sales activity just completely dropped. And you know in the past, call it you know six to eight weeks, boy, we've seen some significant rebounding in sales activity, uh, and pricing is held, and so. Uh, we are seeing some some trends from from current buyers moving further out of the core Bay Area uh, as their companies have 
like for instance, Facebook's a great example, have um, you know publicly stated that, hey, it's okay for you to work from home for at least the rest of the year. And in some cases, folks are saying, some companies are saying, you know, work from home indefinitely. And that's that's yeah. providing uh, buyers the, the freedom to go further out away from the employment centers to areas that are, you know, more attainable or more affordable. So we are we are seeing that trend, but uh, it's not to say that everybody's leaving the Bay Area and buying, you know, out in the Central Valley. Uh, the sales numbers, the sale uh, that we're seeing uh, in the core Bay Area, I mean, we're really kind of right back to where, oh gosh, I'm looking at some reports right now, you know, sales volume is really kind of right back to where we were uh, pre-pandemic. So it, uh you know, we're still seeing extremely, you know, strong sales over the past couple of weeks in the core Bay Area, but our, uh, you know, colleagues that are operating further out of the Bay Area are also doing just as well. Yeah. And what about inventory? Has has that held steady or is it dropped off? You know, inventory is, uh, is, is disappearing very, very quick based on the activity that's been going on. As you can imagine, you know, starts, um, starts of new homes, you know, either speculative starts, you know, were were curtailed during the pandemic. And so, you know, we didn't have a lot of inventory going into the pandemic. Um, you know, uh, I think every every one of my competitors experienced something similar, uh, increased cancellations. We were we've been successful securing new buyers for every single cancellation we took during uh, during the uh, those initial shelter in place orders. So it's. Um, uh, inventory is still low, and I, I think there's even more stress because you know we didn't see very much resale come onto the market in the in the past few months. Yeah, and interest rates have been holding steadily lower, which has been probably a good incentive as well. It is, in fact, you know, uh, I along with many of my competitors, we participate in in some industry surveys, and you know, one of the number one reasons why um, you know folks are purchasing right now is is mortgage rates the fact that they are so low uh it does create uh, you know additional affordability and attainability yeah so tell us a little bit about the lancy product if you will based on my kind of you know cursory overview of uh, some of your you know openings and um the homes that you have for sale you know this is not necessarily a starter home is that is that an accurate um way to look at it this? It, it it just depends on where so for instance yeah you know uh <laughs> here in the bay area depends where your starting point is exactly perhaps, right exactly here in the bay area uh you know uh, one of our active communities is uh it's called catalina and it's located in santa clara on uh, el camino real um uh, just a few uh you know a few blocks away from uh from University of Santa Clara, from Santa Clara University, and so that community there, our average price is uh, 1.2 million to 1.3 million, and that's a three-story row townhome. 90% of our buyers are first-time home buyers in that community, and so uh, you know we kind of run the gamut of first-time home buyer, you know, communities which are primarily townhome and condo communities, and then we also have our single-family detached communities. Um, one of our largest right now is uh, Skylark at Sanctuary Village in Newark, and that is uh, typically a move-up buyer. Handful of first-time home buyers, but the vast majority have owned one or two other homes prior to to purchasing. So, uh, you know, for our homes, our our focus is really based on, uh, around you know the living experience, and so 
you know, we introduced our high performance home platform uh, earlier this year, and it's something that we've been working on for quite some time um, and uh, influenced by our parent company, which has an amazing uh, green, uh, green home building platform uh, in, in yeah. China and really is uh, extremely successful with that platform in, in achieving some premiums over the competition. And so, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. What what does the what what does that product entail? So, uh, in in China, the the green building platform there looks at a lot of uh, a lot of aspects of the home. So, materials, design, uh, and technology. And so, the technology side uh, in China, you know, where you know green home building really does mean something. You know, the term green uh, here in California specific doesn't it doesn't has have as much impact because of you know, our building codes uh, uh, are so stringent here in California. And so the company in China has utilized certain technology like whole home air filtration. They utilize a lot of radiant heating. So, you know, uh, heating yeah. coming from the floor versus forced air. And the studies that identify things like, you know, obviously air filtration in a region where air quality has its challenges you know, that if you have that technology in your home, that, you know, living in your home is, is healthier for you if you're, uh, you know, filtering the air, uh, you know, radiant heating, uh, you know, humans feel uh, heat and cold primarily through their feet and their head. And so, you know, yeah. if you keep your feet warm, that offers more comfort to the, to the, to the body. So we were working on bringing some of those technologies here to, to the U.S., and so our high performance home platform is based really on three tiers. You know, one is home automation, second is energy savings, and then third is sustainability. So yeah, the, the, the home automation side is, is I get very excited. I, I, you know, like to geek out on some of the technology that's available yes. to us. It's, it's easy being in the Bay Area, I it think, is. and also, yeah, to sort of think about all the things that, that are now popping yeah. up, right? So it's about packaging all these different concepts, you know, with concrete, you know, features and, you know, show some of the, the, the studies and the research that the company has done with our prospective buyers so that if they do have a choice between our home and one of our competitors, maybe down the street, that by approaching our homes with uh, a high performance platform in an area uh, that's close to work. So hopefully there's, you know, we're reducing impacts on commutes uh, and yeah. what have you that we're creating some, some health benefits for, for our buyers. Yeah. And what about the design of the homes themselves? So I imagine in the last, I don't know, maybe 15 years or so, this whole kind of open open concept has been, you know, dominant in sort of new new home building. And that's lovely, right? <laughs> but I think when you have to do a lot of Zoom calls these days, right, maybe not as lovely anymore. Um, you know, is the study coming back? You know, what are some of the things sure. that, you know, you guys are kind of looking at and saying, you know, maybe in the future, this might be what a home looks like? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting, right? Because as thing as things shift, uh, design shifts with it, and you know this the the pandemic and working from home and doing Zoom meetings, you know uh, any opportunity to save the embarrassment of the you know <laughs> of the family pet running by or, or, or child uh, you know uh, making noise or what have you uh, is is a is a desire, and so. We are very much looking at that with any of our programming and, and designing that we're doing right now is, um, is do we have uh, an entire room 
that uh, we can dedicate that could be multi-purpose? Uh, is that room, is that, you know, could it be a bedroom and is it large enough to also have a desk area so somebody can, can yeah. shut the door and have a nice workspace, uh, but also have, you know, uh, and, and not lose a bedroom. That's, that's very important to our buyers is they want the space, right. but they do not want to lose a bedroom. Uh, right. At the expense of that. Correct. Right. And then of course, other areas that, that we can look at isolating from the home, a little tech area, uh, uh, or what have you to isolate, uh, um, uh, uh, an occupant. Yeah. That makes sense. There are a lot of challenges in home building, I'm sure, uh, least of all things like, you know, materials and labor and so forth. But I think in the Bay Area, um, one added component of that challenge is um, availability of land. How do you guys approach that? You know, what, you know, how, what is, what is your sort of secret formula in doing that? And, um, you know, do you worry about kind of running out of a place to build in the, in the Bay Area? For sure. It, uh, yeah, I, if you ask me what keeps me up at night, that's it. Is you know, can we continue to find opportunities to to develop and build homes um, so that we can keep you know our employees employed? Uh, and so, yeah, that is where I spend a great deal of my time is you know working with our land acquisition team on the different opportunities uh, that may be out there. And so, you know, we're very focused on you know, parcels of land that had a previous use, whether that was commercial or light industrial and looking for those opportunities to, to, to change the, the use to, to residential or mixed use to, you know, so that we can take a, a piece of property that has lost its kind of its value in terms of its current use and, and bring new value to it so that uh, we can create some more housing for an area that, that is in need of it. And so, you know, we spend a lot of time looking at, uh, you know, various locations, various parcels of land that uh, are either not in use or a company is considering either ceasing to exist or, or moving. That's where we certainly see that where various companies are deciding to move elsewhere, be it out of the Bay Area or somewhere in some cases out of state. Uh, and then, of course, working with, you know, a broad network of various you know, companies, whether they're land developers or property owners and building those relationships so that we can help them better understand the market in which they own that land and, uh, and then partner with them on, on getting uh, projects approved and, and, and building new homes. Yeah. Are you finding the cities to be responsive to some of those changes in zoning and the ability to, you know, bring a project that you know, was once used for some other purpose now into housing? It's, it's getting better. You know, there's there's certainly uh, motivation for our various, you know, municipalities uh, to, to approve housing. Um, obviously, yeah. with some of the state mandates uh, that are in place and, 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 and ratcheting up over time, you know, there are, are jurisdictions that, that understand that and recognize that they want to maintain control of that process that uh, they know their, their, their city or their town better than anybody else. And, you know, if they don't, uh, there is that risk that if they don't, you know, either plan or approve enough housing that the, the state or another entity could step in and force certain types of, of development in their, in their town. And so it's getting better, still a lot of challenges. It's a, it's a tough position. I, you know, the city leaders and yeah. city councils where they understand that, 
and they want to see growth and they want to see new housing, especially, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, you know, up updating a region with, you know, newer, more current architecture, but also the, you know, least uh, lower impact housing in terms of, you know, energy and, and, and overall design. And so, but they, but they also have residents that, you know, oftentimes are not excited about new residents coming into, into their, into their, into their towns and, and possibly negatively, you know, impacting them. So it's, it's very much a challenge still, you know, it's getting better in some locations In other locations, it's almost impossible. And so yeah, uh, no. it's, it's a constant battle. Yeah, I think I think we know which ones those are. <laughs> unfortunately, so Josh, as you guys, you know, look at the landscape of the national economy, you know, unemployment, you know, remains high. You know, even though there's a, there's a need for you know housing, and right now we're seeing sort of a you know renewed interest in in terms of you know demand for for you know homes. At, at some point, I imagine if this unemployment sort of sustains itself, it it will have an impact not just on housing, but on everything else. How, how are you guys interpreting that? And, you know, what are some of the things that you're looking at to kind of better understand where, where the industry is? Yeah. You know, uh, the Bay area specific, you know, for my group where we're focused, you know, we're, we've been fortunate in the, in the sense that our sales activity has been able to rebound, you know, pretty quickly here. You know, what, you know, we'll find out if it's sustainable, right? Uh, we've got concerns yeah. that, you know, the activity that we're seeing over the last, you know, six to eight weeks is most likely going to curtail because of, you know, some of the challenges to uh, the general economy. And so right now we are seeing, you know, this this kind of rush back to, 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 to the marketplace. But we are very concerned that as unemployment numbers remain high, that the, the wave effect of that, the ripple effect of that will affect some of the companies that employ the folks that are buying our homes, you know, in the Bay area, we're very fortunate to have, you know, a very strong buyer uh, pool in, in that they're, uh, you know, uh, they, they have strong incomes. Uh, you know, tech is obviously, you know, held this up uh, pretty strongly. So, you know, there is concern that as uh, other areas in the country continue to struggle that, you know, consumer, you know, consumer spending drops, which can certainly have an effect on the tech companies in the, the different, the various devices and technology that the, that they're constantly uh, manufacturing and developing. So it's concerning in the Bay Area. We definitely feel that we've got a, a bit of runway since we've had such a significant shortage, but it's something that we're watching very closely, very closely. And, and you know, uh, that certainly affects our outlook on uh, land buying is, you know, where are we buying? How long would it take us to get to market if we purchase that land uh, or if it's a piece of land that is going to need significant entitlement? Can we mitigate our risk by maybe negotiating an option uh, structure where, you know, we'll purchase the land at a later date once we secure approvals, stuff like that? As you look at some of the, you know, past few cycles, right? What are some of those lessons learned that, you know, you can apply into what you guys are doing today? Sure. Yeah. It's, you know, obviously with the last cycle uh, or major cycle in 2008, you know, those companies that got hurt the most were certainly those that got long on land in places that when the recession hit, you know, became undesirable or 
uh, I don't want to say undesirable. The demand just completely fell off. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, folks that were buying homes in those kind of outskirt locations were, you know, didn't have to go there anymore because pricing dropped so much because, uh, you know, supply jumped on us. And so, you know, it's a balance of staying close to, you know, those core employment centers. Yes, there are some shifts with some uh, some companies allowing their employees to, to work from home, uh, whether that's full time or 50 percent of the time. So it's a balance of, you know, land holdings in those core employment centers and some on the outskirts. But let's not get too long that if we do have a, a significant shift. Yes, it will shift. How significant will it be? We don't know, right? And so, yeah, let's let's not let's not get stuck with too much land in a place that could become uh, less desirable or demand falls off. Yeah, and and I suspect probably public transportation might get hurt in the most immediate future, maybe even the midterm, right? It's possible. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? Does that also mean, as you look at you know potential opportunities, whether it's land or sort of rezoning of some other, yeah, other locations that perhaps those get de-emphasized? As well? For sure, yeah. You know, right now in the Bay Area, so so much of our development is focused in transit-oriented districts (TODs), right? Where you know a, a city has said, okay, here's a, an area where there's going to be a BART station or you know multiple public transportation hubs. And so here is, you know, here's a plan that, you know, developer, builder, should you meet these specific requirements, then you can get a fast track to getting your project uh, going. And so we can very much see a change in that, uh, in that setup uh, where, you know, TODs become less, we just don't see them, right? Uh, or it, the number of them right. uh, being reduced. So that is something that we're, we're paying attention to. Yeah. So um, cycles like these, uh, Josh, as, as you and I know, are also opportunities for, you know, great companies to reinvent themselves and maybe, you know, have some new products or new services to help them essentially in the next cycle. How are you guys looking at that? And are you guys looking to, you know, bring some new things, innovate during this time in hopes that, you know, as the cycle turns and as we go back to, you know, whatever the new normal is going to look like, you know, sure. Yes, uh, we are very much looking at uh, looking at that. And so I'll give you some examples. Uh, so here in, in the Bay Area right now, we're we're operating communities for first time home buyers and also move up buyers. And then, of course, you know, there's a lot of other, you know, uh, segments uh, of buyers that purchase within those communities. We are spending um uh, some time also analyzing the pre the pre retirement and the retirement um, uh, segments, and so looking for opportunities yep. there um, in you know in the Bay Area or around the Bay Area, to which you know we 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 do have a aging population, and that looking to see as as that group is making uh, you know potential shifts, and they're finding that maybe there's a better uh, set up for for them, their families, how they live in their homes and, and in their communities, that it, it might make sense to to change the you know the their lifestyle to something that's uh, a little more uh, closer to what what they're desiring. And so we are spending some time analyzing that that market segment uh, and product types. We're also looking at the design within our our, our current communities, you know, post pandemic where. You know, we're seeing studies and, and, and discussions about how, 
with social distancing and folks wanting to still maintain relationships with their neighbors, that the front yard has become a lot more important for our communities and that, you know, are we dedicating proper space, you know, whether that's a front porch or patio or landscaping in the front of their home so that they can hang out with their neighbors across the street or next door and maintain some yeah. social distance. Yeah. And yeah. socially distance. Yeah. And right? uh, <laughs> so we're seeing uh, some really interesting trends that have popped up over the past few months of how folks are living in their homes. And, you know, obviously it's a little early to tell if that's something that's going to stick for a long time, but it's something that we uh, we're looking at, you know, do we have appropriate spaces uh, in front of the home where we've spent so much time looking at the back of the home with California rooms and bringing yeah. the inside out and the outside in. And now it's time to, to look at the front to see if that uh, is appropriate. Yeah. And Josh, before we close, how do you, what's your outlook for the rest of the year? How do you think the uh, housing market is going to perform? And then looking into 2021, what are you, sure. what are you seeing? Yeah. You know, we're, we're very hopeful for this year. Um, obviously, pausing for what appears to be about three months, uh, the market pausing for three, you know, three months is certainly affecting the business. I think most of us are expecting about a 20% uh, kind of reduction in um, in revenue, which is obviously not great. You know, some companies like Lancy are faring fairly well, and, and you know, knock on wood, we've been very fortunate to not have to make any staffing adjustments here. Um, not the case for for some of our our, uh, our our colleagues and competitors out there, which is obviously uh, yeah unfortunate. And so, you know, overall market, we're 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 very hopeful. We're feeling very good based on. Uh, the kind of recovery out of this pandemic. Uh, initially, we were seeing some challenges with construction in our cycle times. The the length of time to build a home increased on us when we implemented COVID, uh, COVID safety protocols. Although that is looking to uh, subside as our, our trade base is getting a lot more uh, familiar and comfortable with the new uh, rules on how we operate our communities. So we're seeing some efficiency kind of come back, which is excellent. We are concerned about supply chain. We we're, we're just now here starting to hear some rumblings from some of our trades and suppliers of delays in, in the various components uh, uh, that go into building a home. Yeah. And where is that mainly coming from overseas? No, even, even domestically. domestically. And so it, you know, it's, it, we can't necessarily identify any one particular uh, segment, but, you know, everything from electrical components to some plumbing components, we're, we're hearing some rumblings. We haven't seen it yet hit our communities, but knowing that, you know, uh, many manufacturing locations here in the U.S. and, and abroad, you know, you, you know, took a three-month break or in some cases shut down completely or, you know, under significantly reduced staff. So there, you know, there will be a, a trickle down effect there. And so uh, we, there are some concerns that there will be delay, you know, to completing homes because of we're awaiting components. And so that obviously puts a, a strain on a strain on the market. Um, you know, pr pricing yeah. has, has held relatively steady. We, along with some of my competitors, did increase some of our incentives during the depths of shelter in place to try to keep some level of activity going. But uh, many of us have been able to pull back from those incentives in, the, in just the, the, the past few weeks. So we're, we're hopeful on pricing that that's going to uh, uh, stay. 
Great, Josh. Stay well. Thank you for your input, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Uh, thank you, and thank you for the time. 